Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good afternoon, good night. It's a kid, Coffee Black. Fire in the kitchen. 
podcast. <coughs> Damn, yo, I can't get through one intro of this show without coughing. It's like a curse, man. I don't understand what it is. Um, I used to think it brings character to the show. Uh, sometimes it's it's a little difficult. It interrupts my whole flow. But uh, anyway, man, how y'all doing? You know, um, I'm sorry that my potting schedule is a little sporadic, man. Um, like I said, life shit, dog. I am uh, an everyday working man. Um, and I try to do this as a means of therapy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to get back to it uh, regularly or semi-regularly so I can get on here and I can spill my guts and tell the world how I really feel. Doing my best to get through this a uh, bit of a difficult time in my personal life. Um, you know, some things aren't necessarily going my way in the relationship department. You know, and if you know me, you know that's probably a regular occurrence in my life. Something that I needed to check a long time ago. Um, anyway, let me finish introducing the the pod before I get too deep into the pod. Uh, shout out to my first time, last time, long time listeners. Uh, shout out to anybody who checked in the last week's pod. It's my first one back in a very, very, very long time. Probably over uh, uh, two year or maybe a half a year, a year and a half period. You know, just through the, uh, the whole COVID uh, pandemic and you know, my living situation over the past couple of years as far as having space to record where I could be comfortable. And now I uh, officially live by myself. You know what I'm saying? So I got all of the time and the space. Well, I should say time. I got all of the space and the opportunity in the world to be comfortable to record, you know, in my own little makeshift studio. Inside the smoker studio, if you will. Uh, but, but shout out to y'all, man. Uh, shout out to my uh, frontline workers, man. Shout out to anybody who worked through the entire pandemic. You know, shout out to everybody who's uh, working within the fast food uh, field. Shout out to anybody who's working in the kitchen or work their way through COVID-19, you know, to provide a life for themselves and also nourishment for other people. They say there's a labor shortage right now, and I, I, I don't believe that. You know, there's plenty of people out here who want to go to work. But the problem is a lot of you motherfuckers who own these businesses who don't want to pay. And if you don't want to pay your fair share, if you don't want to pay a wage to which a person can live and earn and be happy and take care of their families and feed themselves, then you deserve to fail to follow the face of the earth as far as a business goes. You know, I don't want anything to happen to you personally, but I believe if you don't want to provide a life for the people who work for you, then your business should fail. There's so much money to be made, why not share it with the people who claim that are your family? I can't tell you how many times I heard the word or the phrase, we have family around here within my interviewing process, or working at a different kitchen, working for this guy, that guy, this guy. All of these individuals had the same goal. They wanted to make money and 
provide for their family, however they didn't treat their employees as such, or they didn't extend that liberty of the pursuit of prosperity to their employees. And a lot of good people are sitting at home wondering what they want to do with the rest of their life. A lot of people have exited the culinary field because at one point in time, they told us if we wanted to make more money, stop flipping burgers. So they moved on to do something else. And now those same people are screaming that there's a labor shortage or that nobody wants to work. Nah, we just don't want to work for what you're paying us, man. We hungry. Shit, at this point, we starving. Anyway. Another thing, man. I want to say rest in peace to Young Dolph. Uh, I don't lie to you and say that I was a huge Young Dolph fan. You know what I'm saying? He had a few tunes that I really fucked with. The best part about the guy, in my opinion, was his philanthropy. You know, uh, it's unfortunate that the stories come out the way they do, but, you know, and it's always post-humorous. But a lot of the charitable stories came out about Young Dolph after the fact. How he liked to take care of people in the neighborhood. I read a story a few years ago. He saw, uh, He gave away a Lamborghini to a fan and when she sold it for, you know, about $250,000, he congratulated her. Well, that's amazing to me. You know, which a charitable act. My man gave the car away. Well, expecting her to floss in it, ride around in it, and she sold it for a profit and we had no problem with it. Most motherfuckers would hate He extended her grace, though. It just reminds me, man, like, uh, your city don't love you sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Sometimes uh, your city will champion you, and it will put you on a pedestal, and it will show you all of the love that it was extended to a king or a prince. Sometimes, man, the city that you grew up in, the city that you were born in, will be the same place you get your life to. Coming from my environment, you know, I dedicated uh, a show to one of my best friends and, you know, my cousin, um, Antonio Parr. Unfortunately, you know, uh, lost his life to gun violence as well you know, in this very city that we grew up in. So my advice to you know, to most people is, you know, it, surround yourself with people who actually love you and genuinely care about you. If you don't put yourself in a position of prominence or you have some sort of uh, notoriety within your community, because not everybody is happy for you. Not everybody loves you where you're from. Sometimes your city don't love you at all. I can think of countless uh, individuals, rappers, famous celebrities, killed in their own t hometowns, man. 
sometimes in their own neighborhoods that they grew up in. Over jealousy and envy. It's sad as fuck. It's sad as fuck that you can't go to a local, you know, establishment, a local, local black-owned business, you know, and, and, and promote that business, you know, and, and, and hope for their prosperity while, while being a patron in your community without the fear of losing your fucking life. Rest in peace, young Dolph, man. It's sad. It's, it's, it's a strange dichotomy because it's like, yo, like if I make it to a position of prominence and I get rich and I do all of the things that I'm supposed to do in order to put myself in a position and put, the, put myself in a position to prosper, man, to, and, and, you know, feed the people around me to better in my community. Should I stay or should I move away? Dog had enough money to move to Atlanta. He could have moved anywhere in the United States of America. Apparently, he had over a hundred properties. I mean, I lost his life before a national holiday where everybody's supposed to sit down and give thanks. earlier today about the N-word. Nigga, if you will. And it was amongst a group of black men, older black men, you know, late, uh, early, early 40s. And the conversation was about the use of the N-word and how that word, or using that word in the presence of certain groups is a representation, if you will. And that led me to thinking about the spaces that I'm in. You know, I work for a company, a corporate company at this point, you know, within a corporate system that I am uh, in my in my store, in my location where I work, I am the lone minority administrative figure, if you will, which is the case in a lot of the situations that I work in. You know, when I go into a kitchen, I'm usually the only person of color working within the administrative department. I'm usually the only manager or part of the management team, executive chef, head chef, sous chef, things of that nature. It led me to think about my representation within that group and how, in certain spaces, the way I conduct myself is a representation of my entire race, fairly or unfairly. The things that I say, the way I work, the way I conduct myself, how I speak, or how hard I work can affect the hiring process of the next person who looks like me. And how 
any any lack of you know ambition or any lack of determination to be better could genuinely affect the next person who gets hired who looks like me. And we have to be mindful of how we represent ourselves out in the world because you in some situations could be the sole representation of your group. Whether it be white, black, whatever, what have you, throw in your religious, sexual orientation, race, whatever. In some spaces, you are the representation of your people. And it's up to you to, unfortunately, act accordingly. Whether it be a situation where you need to defend yourself or defend, you know, or, or deflect any disrespect you feel towards your, you know, your people. Or, you know, be a, represent, a representation of how hard your, you know, the people who look like you work. You know, and I, from that conversation they were having, it was, you know, saying the N-word in public. And how, through, you know, conversation and context, it could be looked at or, you know, perceived differently depending on who's watching you. you know, I call my homeboy, that's my nigga, I said that's my homeboy, that's my nigga, out in public. It could be, you know, seen as a certain way because everybody doesn't understand context. Everybody doesn't understand, you know, the dynamics of a word. They hear it as they hear it. You know, when I was growing up, Hispanics called each other nigga. Sometimes the Mexicans called each other nigga. You know, I understand that there's a, a history of in different parts of this country, in different parts of this world, there is a history of um, negativity between races. So that could be viewed a certain way. It's just, it made me more, made me more mindful of the position that I play when I go to my, my job every day. You know, I'm a, I'm a natural hard worker. So uh, before... You know, that conversation, they never played off in my mind that I was, through my actions, representing more than just myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always walked around with the idea that the way I conduct myself was a reflection of my mama and my upbringing. When in reality, it's bigger than that. It's deeper than that. You know, there's another level of representation or respect or there's another level of prestige that I am carrying when I walk into these corporate situations. You know, I'm fully aware of the privilege that I have with the name that I was given because my name is Philip Whitney. I have a rather <laughs> European sounding name. And I understand that that uh, gets me in certain doors because when they look at my resume, they don't see you know, me. sure they are um, they're not necessarily looking at uh, looking for 
someone who looks like me when I come through the door. I understand, you know, I don't, I don't know if that was strategic on my mother's part because my brother's name is Andreas and it's not, not spelled traditionally. So I don't know if that was strategy on my mom's part because my, my dad's name is also Philip. Just said my real name on here. Probably edited out. Um, anyway, did that matter? Uh, so I, I, maybe it wasn't a strategy. Maybe it, you know it just it played out how it played out. You know, maybe it was strategic on my grandmother's part. God rest her soul. I would never have the ability to ask her. But now that I think about it, most of my uncle's names and my aunt's names, um, they're rather conservative as well. So. Maybe. Think of from that time period, had a little more uh, foresight. <clears throat> they thought about things in a different way. Just makes me uh, poke my chest out and you know, grind a little bit harder because now I understand that I'm. I'm shining a little light on uh, a section of people who in my field or sometimes I overlook for positions of authority, for positions of power, for positions of leadership. You know, we could have all of the skills necessary, all of the charisma necessary to really change someone's business and change someone's way of thinking. But Know, if we not afforded the opportunity because of personal bias or you know a lack of representation in the field, we're gonna miss that chance every time. So it's up to me as a person who has been quote unquote led through the door to do my job to sit by that door and make sure it stays open. Or Take the skills that I learned by being let in through that door and bringing it back to my people and using it and its strategies to build something that could take us to another level. I read this book to set by the door probably five years ago and I didn't understand the themes directly of that book until now just in this moment I thought it was a a story of infiltration into the government and taking said government information back to the the gangs of the street and taking the world over when in, in reality it's infiltrating all systems And doing what you can with that information you get from said system to improve your people. It don't just have to be no street shit. It don't just have to be gang members that you empower. If I could teach a new generation of cooks how to be charismatic and care about the job and care about the business and conduct themselves in a swaggy fucking conscious way. 
care about the way they serve people, care about the food that they serve. Make sure everything is top notch. Just put some real fucking pride in this shit. Wow. The power of the literature, man. That's crazy. In real time. I read that I read that book maybe three or four years ago, dog. Cover to cover. And didn't understand what he meant until just now. That's encouraging. That means I need to go to the library. And I need to get back on my... Uh, I need to get back to reading, man. I'm missing out. I'm missing a lot of information. I'm too caught up in the wrong things. You know, I'm trying to improve my relationship with somebody else. I should be trying to improve my relationship with myself. lost in the things I think I want instead of working on what I need. I could probably be the best me if I really try. I think that's what's missing from a lot of our shit. You know, a lot of our formulas. We ain't really trying to be the best me. We, we say it. We think it. Application is the process. Get out there and do that shit. Shout out to anybody who's actively trying to be their best self. I know some of y'all out there is living that life. I salute you. Right now I'm talking a big game. I need to get in the game. Well, I gotta go get in this motherfucking car rider line. So I need to get my mind right. You know. With my dad shit. Shout out to y'all, man. I mean, see when I get this episode out. Um, I'm probably gonna change up the format when it comes to my sleeper section podcast or pod playlist. My sleeper section playlist. Right? So I don't really fuck with Spotify like that no more. I don't uh I don't stream my music there anymore so um i think going forward i will be making the youtube playlist uh, i'll try to link that for y'all in the description um uh the main page so wherever y'all listen to this show at nine times out of ten there will be a link for my i think i'm gonna put a link for all my socials and i'm gonna put a link for my playlist on the description of the show. So y'all can keep in touch, man. Just, you know, shoot me some DMs. Shoot me some sleeper suggestions. I love feedback on music. Give me some feedback on films. Uh, let me know if you want to be a part of what we're doing around here. Uh, I would love to have a guest or two. Yeah, man, come. Smoke one with me. Talk about the world and shit. Uh, but.